Forget all the standard art forms. The point is to make something new. Something that doesn't even remotely remind you of culture. Culture gives you the message that everything is humdrum, everything is normal. In other words, culture denies experience. A radio can be used to create intense visual experiences. In other words, when you hear a sound, a strong, clear sound, you tend to provide a visual image for it. Turn off the lights, slip on your headphones, and open up your radio eyes.
Glossolalia. I have a story that I would like to tell. This story happened October the 31st, 1972. I was facing a challenge in the classroom. This classroom discussion was about Jesus Christ, the Savior, God, and the literature that we were reading were written by Mark Twain, Al Hitler, and Malcolm X. There were many 
errant words spoken in that classroom. In that classroom, I was the only student that was studying the Bible. So at that time, I had withdrawn, had eliminated all error thoughts about the interpretation of the Bible. In studying the Bible in class, I have learned God's truth, the true interpretation of the Bible, the way we should live, what each what each what each straight straight storm different straight cool storm great straight straight Torn, Thank you. 
And I'm searching for any power animals willing to come back and help Candace at this time, bringing protection, strength, self-worth, and especially uh, help around some of the tragedy and, and uh, violence, and, and uh, with especially with Richard, I want to mention. Presentation of um, is his name Michael? I'm not sure if this is working. Um, 
There was a, I didn't know it at first, okay, let me just start from the beginning. When I was drumming, I saw an animal, it's a little black wolf, it's a cub, or whatever they would call the pup, uh, and it had a fish in its mouth, and it came running up to me as I was drumming. I didn't blow this animal in, but I wanted to make a note of it, because it's there with you. There's some very young, playful part of you that, um, that has some food, that has some what it needs, and um, it's around you. I don't understand exactly um, how that relates, but we can talk a little bit about it. But, uh, but often I'll be checked out by um, um, power animals as I go into somebody's energy field. And this one was a very young, innocent, there's a very young, innocent, playful part of you that the fish representing the, the uh, emotional, creative side that has what it needs. Um, so it is near you, it is around you. Um, and uh, what I did bring back for you in terms of the strength and protection um, was I did see this energy and, uh, you know, at first I thought, is this for you? And then I realized that it was showing me uh, a story. It was a goat and I saw the goat had something in its mouth and it was just like pulling, 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 trying to get it. And it began to look like it was somebody's clothing, although I didn't see the person. Um, but what was interesting about this goat too is that it had um, like a black energy around a circle around its face. So, you know, it kind of reminded me of sometimes I've seen it on TV where they want to um, obscure the person's face so that you can't identify it, so they put like a spot over their face. Well, it wasn't so much to, because I could see the goat's the, the face perfectly, but it was like a dark shadow circle around its face wherever the, the goat went. Um, so anyway, I was told that this represented Michael and how he was trying to get something from you and um, trying to eat it. I didn't blow this power animal to you. Uh, I gave it to him. Um, but first, uh, we did an extraction with this dark energy around the goat's face. But first, we took the energy away so there was no way to eat it. And then I uh, moved this dark energy, the circle, that is obliterating his clarity and his vision. Away and do extraction. And then put the, the goat and put it in the hand. So that was a, a feeling that had to happen before we could even get to And from there I saw a great buck, uh, a very old uh, deer uh, with horns, beautiful antlers, laying down on the ground, shot. She climbed up out, and you know, this is your survival show. This is the part of you that knows how to survive in worse conditions. And I saw her like, um, pawing in the snow, and then just eating this little bit of food that was mostly dirt, and then pawing in the snow, and just barely eating all that she needed. And, uh, and I got this sense of, oh gosh, it's just too hard. And you're doing a good job, but it's just too hard. From there we did a healing again and um, saw this deer come back in the, um, 
and this is when it had its problem. And really this represents the soul part and the younger part of you, the nurturing part of you. In this beautiful green area where there was grass, there was all this beautiful green grass, and she she was eating out of a tree. It was like she had so many choices. She was reaching up and she was eating some green that was from the tree. Um, this this beautiful deer, uh, and she is a very gentle spirit, and I believe it you know, does truly represent this very gentle, kind of um, graceful part of you, but fierce survivor, great adapter, and uh, able to survive in the world in a way that she can provide not only for herself, but this little one, because I brought her back with a little woman, and it's not that you're going to have a baby or anything, so she came back first, and that, uh, uh, that helps to strengthen the part of this part that's already in here. It's just been scratching. From there we went to a really intense problem. Uh, I saw the snake coming, and it started to make sense to me. I always check and double check with snakes to make sure that they're friendly snakes, that they're coming through the pollen and inclusion. And this was a wonderful snake, very powerful. It showed itself in great detail to me, very close up of its mouth. I um, never saw its fangs, it was never threatening. It's, it can be, it can pretend. And I watched it as it went by. This is very much about your creativity and um, your sexuality, healing your sexuality, bringing a stronger sense of creativity. It's also about your physical health, the same things, strengthening the physical. It helps eat away of the things that are poisoning you. It is a rattlesnake because as it came, I was watching the patterns on its back. And then as the tail came through, I saw that it did have a rattle and it shook it. But as it shook it, a light came from it. It's like it created light with its tail. And um, so it is a spiritual snake. Any rattlesnake can represent it, but it is a spiritual snake, it is a strong protector, it comes to help you with the poisons in your life, to empower what has been poisoned, and, to, and so that you can use it as a defense and as a strength, and use it in your creativity, and your healing process, rather than having it free and do anything. Did you? Yeah, the snake was very much... Yeah. Well, this snake is a good snake. It's not a. It's not a threatening snake. It's a snake that's come to help you. And snake medicine is very powerful. It's an intense, powerful medicine to have. So I was grateful for that. Um, and then I was told that there was one more. Now this, I got a bird for you, but your bird self is really hard to get back. Um, you've really been wounded in your spiritual connection, and there really needs to be some more development in terms of your spirituality somehow to get you more connected. And I tried to work with your energy a little bit right now. Um, I did see that there, there, it would be useful to do an extraction with you. It's not, I mean, you know, uh, it's up to you whether you want to do that, but it was shown that that would be helpful in, in continuing this work. Um, the, uh, the bird I kept seeing was, um, I was not able to identify it for a long time, but when I first saw it, it flew down and it couldn't get its balance. It was like trying to land on something that was moving, and it looked like almost like a car moving, and it couldn't get a grasp, you know, and birds' tails can't get a hold of things, and I couldn't tell what kind of bird it was, and it was trying to land, and it couldn't land, and it was moving, and its wings were out, and it was um, not able to rest, and yet not able to really fly, and, and not identify it. I couldn't see who it was. And then I went through this long series of 
I can't even tell you exactly what it is. It's quite abstract. But I could see that that's where I get this information. That there's a struggle with me to really feel safe and connected spiritually. And I also come back. And when I did finally see it, I really had to look at it.
is one of the most noble, kind, dignities imaginable. But I have news for you, I shall never be a mother. Hello, it's Mrs. McWiggan at 3720 Garnet. Um, do we have a black lab here? And uh, seems like he's lost as they roll on him. So I guess we should just hold him here till you phone back. So we'll be waiting for your call. Thank you. 
mosquito, not a beetle, yeah, hey, yeah. from 
red light and a green light and a yellow light. It's so symmetrical. By saying that everyone likes the good plan, you're saying I'm going to relive all the mistakes my parents made. I'm going to identify and relive all the sorrows my mother ever lived through. I will propagate and create dysfunctional children in the same dysfunctional way that I was raised. I will spread neurosis throughout the landscape and do my best to recreate myself and the damages of my life for the next generation. The other part of the story 
are boundary dissolving states of ecstasy in which all the factoids of the culture are thrown up for grabs. The deck is reshuffled, synchronicity rules, and out of that steps uh, visionary understanding, breakthrough, integrated breakthrough under the aegis of psychedelic intoxication. So, prosthesis, prosthesis for the human mind and with the advent of virtual realities of various sorts and that kind of thing, prosthesis for the human body. And I'm very keen on uh, sort of the under-the-table effects of these things. Uh, in other words, I'm a full-going, full, hard-charging McLuhanist. And I really believe that the, the strengths and weaknesses of the world we've inherited are strengths and weaknesses put there by print and by the spectrum of effects which McLuhan called the Gutenberg Galaxy. The spectrum of effects spun off from print. And if you're not used to thinking in McLuhanist terms, it may not seem immediately obvious to you that phenomenon as different as the modern notion of the democratic citizen, the modern notion of interchangeable parts on an assembly line, uh, modern notion of conformity to canons of advertising. These are all spectrums of effect created by the linearity and the uniformity of print. It actually, uh, in the late 15th century, reconstructed the medieval psyche into its proto-modern form. And we have lived within that print-constellated cultural hallucination for about 500 years until the advent of various forms of electronic media in the 20th century. McLuhan talked about radio, he talked about television, he didn't really live to see the internet. The notion that keeps occurring to me as I watch all this is that Print was uniquely capable of creating and maintaining boundaries more than any other form of media ever created. It was a boundary-defining form of media. It proceeded linearly. Uh, it, was, it, it required literacy, which had implicit in it the notion of a very uh, stable, advanced sort of educational system. Print was a creator and a definer of cultural boundaries. Uh, and the new electronic media are not, and neither are the psychedelics. This is why I proposed in a book of mine called uh, The Archaic Revival, the idea that the values of the archaic, of the high paleolithic, uh, values of community, ecstasy, relating to life through rhythm, dance, ritual, intoxication, that these values, which seem so archaic, are in fact destined to play a major role in the future as print fades 
print, just a convulsive 500-year episode in the Western mind that opened that narrow window that permitted the rise of modern science, modern mathematical approaches to him.
Let's go. 